You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are on week number three. Everybody say week three of uh, The Promise Fulfilled. Now, how many of you are looking forward to 2018? Please raise your hand. You know, you can tell us about 2017, no? Uh, okay. I'm sure that so many things have happened uh, this year. Um, you know, many of you are probably going to say that this year has been a good year. Maybe some of you will say that this year is a great year. Or maybe some of you are going to say this year is basically a challenging year for some of us. But nonetheless, whatever it is that you have experienced, I believe that God will continue to be faithful to each and every one of us. Amen. Bible says, and we've sang that song, all things are possible to, uh, in His name. Amen. And then I believe that God will do amazing things uh, in the next year. You know, we're going through our series on the promise fulfilled. Basically, these are the songs of Christmas. And I'm sure that you're all familiar with a lot of Christmas songs. But these are the original biblical uh, songs that, was actually, that were actually sang during the time around the birth or the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, two weeks ago, we talked about uh, the Song of Mary, which is more popularly known as the Magnificat. This is a magnification or she chose to magnify the Lord uh, in her situation. Uh, though she was a virgin, God chose her and uh, an angel appeared and gave her a promise. Now, how many of you know that every time an angel appears, things happen, okay? How many of you have seen an angel? Please raise your hand. Anyone has seen an angel? How many of you are seated beside an angel? Please, okay? Pwede, okay? You're probably looking at him or her right now. Mukhang anghel. Hindi mo lang kung galing sa taas o sa baba. Galing sa taas, alright? So, every time we see an angel, uh, you know, I haven't seen an angel personally, but every time an angel appears in the scripture, things happen. And they will actually give a, more like a warning. Uh, do not be afraid because, you know, angels in the Bible are not this little cute, chubby, little, you know, puffy little babies with diapers and little wings and a little of bow and arrow that you find in the malls or maybe hanging on a Christmas tree or an ornament somewhere. But angels are magnificent beings. These are huge uh, heavenly creatures. And they aid in, 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 some of them are warring angels, some of them are you know, uh, messenger angels, just like Angel Gabriel. And so he basically broke the good news that Mary will be used as the mother of Jesus. Uh, last week, we um, have talked about uh, the Benedictus or the story of Zechariah that even as a high priest, though he was of age and his uh, wife was uh, advanced in years, um, you know, God can still use that particular age, whatever, okay, to fulfill His promise because it's not about our limitations. How many of you know that no matter how limited human beings are, it's the power of God that will come to fulfill His promise for us. Amen. And so we saw that last week in the life uh, and in the song of Zechariah. And his song is uh, called Benedictus. He came to bless uh, you know, the name of the Lord and even uh, through his son, uh, John the Baptist, uh, that he is to prepare the way for the coming king. 
Now today we're going to be looking at another song, uh, another angel appearing before an obscure group of people and this song is entitled Gloria. Meron ba dito may pangalang Gloria or Glory? That's a beautiful name, okay? A glorious name and this is actually a one-verse song found in the Bible. And this part happened particularly on that same night that Jesus was born. And so it was not just one angel that appeared that night. It was a host or a choir or a multitude of angels. If one angel is scary, can you imagine a multitude of angels? In fact, some theologians are saying that this is the most glorious time because the king was born. You know, God, who, is, who, who, who resides in heaven, decided to come here on earth and become a human being just like you and me. In fact, it's almost like God just decided to open the curtains a little bit from heaven and show forth His illumination and His glory upon planet earth. How many of you know that was a glorious time okay, during that time? And so that's why these angels are singing glory to God in the highest. We've been seeing that earlier. Glory to God in the highest and peace to the people on this earth. You know, I, I believe that's just at, as um, Bodhi has mentioned earlier, this week is probably one of the busiest week for, for many because, you know, this is your last chance to buy <laughs> uh, Christmas uh, gifts, your last chance to uh, prepare for, you know, your Noche Buena next week. Um, and, you know, we, we feel the, the busyness of the season. How many of you feel the busyness of the season? You know, kanina lang, pagpasok dito, parang, wow, it's almost like it's chaos, you know? People are looking for parking. People are, you know, just trying to get in the mall. And you, once you enter the mall, you sense, you know, you sense parang a gift, you know, buying frenzy of people. Like, wow, kailangan ko na makabili, you know? Uh, like, uh, last night, I was actually on my way to a uh, to a memorial service and uh, I got stuck somewhere in the middle of SNR along Zapote Road along Zapote Road SNR and ATC how many of you know that is very near 45 minutes po ako doon mga kapatid sabi ko wow chaos to the max you know sabi ko nga atindi naman ito and so you know I, how would I describe that the traffic was heavy no heavy was an understatement Ibang klase, you know, Pastor Ray was also uh, ahead of me and is going to the same memorial service. Uh, and, you know, what's happening to him naman is he's stuck in the middle of traffic and he's running out of gas. Okay? Yun ang mabigat, di ba? Can you imagine? You see your gas tank, it's blinking red already and kinakabahan na siya. Napapahukarabarabas. You know, he was praying in tongues all along. And, uh, you know, he saw finally a Caltex but yet, he's not moving. He's so near, yet so far. Parang ganun, no? Wow, andyan ka na, parang hindi pa maabot. But anyway, so, you know, these things are happening uh, during, you know, every time we celebrate Christmas. And I believe the reason why we're busy is because it's a special time of the year. We want to be able to make people special. We buy the best gifts. Even my two younger daughters are into a search for the best Christmas gift for their friends, something like that. And so there's, you know, they're going around this mall, you know, went from here to Landmark, you know, just looking for little trinkets to give. Um, you know, my, my wife suggested something different for this year. And sabi niyang ganon, 
Now, why don't we practice? You know, we've been, you know, celebrating Christmas and we've given gifts. And so, sabi niya for our family alone, for our household, let's try to be creative this year. And so, she, she suggested, let's try to observe a, it's the thought that counts gift giving. Don't worry about the price. It's the thought that counts. And what she did was, she suggested, let's put a ceiling. You know, and how many of you know that if you have the budget for a gift, it's easy to buy a gift? My wife was suggesting, love, the thing that we are going to celebrate this year is, I'm going to suggest each one of us, ito yung challenging, I'll give you a budget of 100 pesos. How many of you would like to receive a gift like that? Pero ang kaibahan dito, sabi niya ngayon, you've got to find a gift that fits the receiver. You've got to think of a quality of that person that you want to honor, not a skill, but quality, something in the character of that person that when you give this gift, that represents this individual. Sabi ko, grabe, hirap na na. I would rather spend a lot more money just buying things off the top of my head and just be, you know, okay, gusto to ngayon, I'm gonna give it to my girls. But this particular moment, I'm being challenged because I have to be thoughtful with the way I have to give the gift to the members of my family. This year, you know, I'm in. And, you know, if they ask for more, of course, I'm gonna give them more. But yet, when you talk about the gifts that God has given to us, He has given us the greatest gift of all. He thought about you and me. This gift of Christ, He was mindful of us when He was giving this gift. And that's exactly why we're celebrating Christmas. Christmas is really about God becoming man, Him becoming Emmanuel, God with us, Him being clothed with humanity, and finding Himself in a manger, becoming a baby, now, how many of you are parents here? Sino sa inyo yung magulang dito? Hindi nang gugulang, ha? yung magulang lang, okay? Sino sa inyo yung magulang, okay? How many of you have held your baby when they, uh, your child when they were still babies? How many of you would say that your baby are the cutest baby ever? Diba? How many of you would say that? Siyempre kung magulang ka, yan yung pinaka-cute, ba? Aside from the fact that our babies are cute, babies are helpless. Babies will not be able to have rights to vote. They don't have a voice. They don't have a choice. What color of clothes that you're going to put on them? What brand of diaper? Much less the brand of the, you know, the milk that you will give to them, except, of course, kung breastfed siya. And this is exactly what happened to our Lord Jesus Christ. King of kings, the Lord of lords, the creator of the entire universe, the one who spoke from nothing into something. He became a baby, stepped into humanity, became a helpless little child, had to depend on Mary and Joseph as he was being raised up. And that's exactly what incarnation and Christmas is all about. The significance of our God, the God that we worship, the one that we are crying out, glory to God in the highest. He was the same God who offered peace to all of us. The same God who became a human being just like you and me, and the same God who can actually relate to your weakness and my weakness as well. In fact, celebration, uh, this is a celebration of God's presence and peace. And I'd like us all to, if you have your Bibles, open your Bible to Luke chapter 2. We're going to be looking at 
the story of the shepherds and the angels. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 15. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not. Everybody say, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news. Everybody say, Good news. Of great joy. Say, Great joy. That will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, everybody say suddenly. suddenly. There was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, let's all read verse 14. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you so much for the love that you have shown your people by sending your only begotten Son into this world, by giving your very best. Thank you, Lord. Indeed, that was a revelation of who you are, the character that you possess. You made known to us how much you love us by Jesus walking on this planet with man. His name is Emmanuel. He's God with us and not just a God who is far, far away. We thank you, Lord God, even as we go through our situations today, may you encourage and put faith in the hearts and in the life of your saints, God. I pray for listening ears so that we may hear the voice of the Holy Spirit encouraging us What a good year that is up ahead waiting for us in 2018. Bless the preaching of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we've read earlier, you know, we have seen that the angels basically appear to the the shepherds and, you know, the, the warning is do not be afraid or fear not. And that's found in verse 10. And the angel, one angel first before a multitude of angels appeared to them. And the angel said, fear not. You know, my question for us today is, are there fears in your life? Are there things that you fear or are fearful of? Katagalog, may kinakatakutan ka ba? Diba? You know, I guess we have things that we are afraid of, things that we are fearful of. Bad news brings fear. You know, if you receive a bad news, you know, normally your response is, oops, fear. You know, I just uh, received my APE, uh, you know, annual physical exam. Last year was amazing. Last year was, wow, I was just, you know, having, pa- everything was in, 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 in passing uh, marks, okay? Every, my triglyceride was good. My cholesterol was good. My high, uh, my, my good cholesterol is good. My bad cholesterol is good also, good level. And... This year, when I got my um, annual physical exam, I was reading through the results of the x-ray, and there was a line there that says, there is a suspicious blank. Go back and have it, you know, have another x-ray. Now, if you would listen or hear that particular news, how many of you know that you'd be worried a bit? Ano kaya yun? Suspicious na nakita sa katawang ko. You know, you know, and 
when you hear bad news, you either have a choice of dwelling into it or turning on to the good news of the Word of God. Amen. And so I hope and pray that every time, every single day that we wake up, you have a choice. Either you listen to bad news or you listen to good news. The Bible says, good news brings what? Great joy. Everybody say, great joy. How many of you would rather hear good news over bad news? Please raise your hand. We'd rather hear good news. How many of you know that good news are always something that we look forward to hearing? And things may not be well, you know, this year. I don't know what your year was, you know, as it's about to end. Maybe you had a great year. Maybe you had a good year. Or maybe you had a challenging year. But nonetheless, I believe that as the angel has declared, this can be applicable to us. Don't worry about, fear not, for 2018 because He, the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to bring good news that will bring great joy to us. Amen. You know, as I was uh, just recalling a particular story, Pastor Jansen, uh, you know Pastor Jansen, Pastor Jansen is our senior pastor in uh, Santa Rosa, and his father, his dad, uh, loves uh, shooting. Okay, and we went to the firing range once. We went to Bucor, Bureau of Correctional. And uh, he taught me a little bit on how to handle guns and how to shoot a fixed target. And so uh, he lent me his gun. And aside from the equipment that he had, he actually had this uh, uh, noise-canceling headphones. Okay, so uh, this particular headphone, when you put it on, and when you fire a gun, you won't hear the sound of the shot of the gun. It's silence. I say, boom, you know, no matter how loud the, the gun shot is, you won't hear it if you put this, you know, uh, headphones on. But yet, this headphone is so special that the slightest whisper of the person beside you, you can actually listen to it. Can you imagine that? And the dad of Pastor Jansen stood beside me. I was fired. Boom, boom. You know, I was not hearing anything. But yet he whispered to me, Pastor Ariel, mali yung stance mo. Tama mo yan. Okay, Bob. Amazing. My prayer for us in this coming year, 2018, is that God would help us to develop a listening heart only for the good news of the voice of God. That we will learn to listen and hear the still small voice of God and learn to drown out and wash out all the noise of the world that brings bad news in our lives. Amen? Can we give the Lord a hand and a praise for that? We have a choice. It's either good news that you're listening to, or bad news that we want to listen to. I'd rather choose the good news, amen, of the Word of God. Good news that brings great joy that will be for all people. In verse 11... This is actually an amazing verse because you can actually break it down into different parts. It says here, for unto you, for unto you, it means that this particular message is directed for us. For unto you, look at the person beside you, tell that person, for unto you. What this simply means is you and I are recipients of this good news. You are recipients of the grace of God. God is somehow reaching out to us and through the miracle act of the salvation and incarnation. We are part of this good news. For unto you is born this day. It happened on a specific day. The actual birth of Christ is not a fable. 
It's not a, you know, a, it's not a, a make-believe story. It is a reality. It's part of history. Jesus was actually born on that day in a certain city, and the perfect timing of God was there. In such a time as that time, He was not born during the 400 silent years. He was not born during the time of Jeremiah. He was not born during the time of King David. He was born just at the right time. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 says, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman. And He waited till the Roman Empire was set in place. And the Roman Empire had declared what you know now as in history as Pax Romana, Roman peace. That there are roads that are available for the gospel to travel. You know, somehow, there's a common language that they're using. You know, and so it's easy for the gospel to be spread out. And, and God chose that specific moment. Born on that day, Jesus coming down from heaven and becoming a human just like us. He was born. He didn't just come here as a man. You know, how many of you know that he could have actually just appeared here and say, Hoy, you know, I am the Lord. You know, he could, he could have been just, you know, beamed down from heaven and he walked here on earth and he would just wait, you know, he, he would have gone straight to the cross. But yet he was born. It was significant that the Bible says he is born because that speaks of his incarnation. He clothed himself with humanity. He decided not to look in the confines or in the comforts of heaven and watch human agony. But he stepped in and said, I'm going to bear this pain with you guys. He stopped watching human war and he stepped down into the earth and became a soldier and fought this war with us. That is what incarnation is all about. He felt hunger. He felt pain. He felt the heat of the sun. Mainit sa Israel. Desert yon. But there could also be winter there. He felt the cold winter nights. He felt the grief of losing a loved one. You know, some theologians are saying that his father, earthly father Joseph, passed away when he was a young boy because, you know, you no longer hear about Joseph towards the end of Jesus' ministry. But yet he was there when he was being called to Mary, Mary, to Mary, Mary. And so he felt the grief. He felt the empathy and the grieving uh, heart of a mother looking at him on that cross. He felt the abandonment of friends in the Garden of Gethsemane. He felt the treachery of a friend that he trusted by selling him for what? 30 pieces of silver and so on and so forth. Whatever it is that you and I are going through, Emmanuel means God is with us and He's walking with us and He can relate with us. There is nothing that you are going through right now that God cannot relate with. And God wants to bear that pain with you on that cross. In the city of David, this was a real place that He was born into. The God who created the universe he made the sun and the moon and the stars and He created planet Earth and He you know, provided everything on that planet. Yet the same God who spoke things into being was the same God who stepped out and walked this planet with His own feet. A real place was there. He became a Savior. He is Christ. 
and He is Lord. He is the Anointed One. He was a sacrificial lamb, and yet He is the victorious King who fights our battles. Amen. What's amazing about this story is you do not only have majestic messengers and a great message, but you also have some obscure or unworthy audience, the shepherds. You know, being a shepherd during that time is not a glamorous occupation, you know. You probably have a dream job. I want to be an engineer, or maybe you want to be a, whatever, an actor, or you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer. You, you probably have a dream job. But nobody really wants to be a shepherd during that time. Because a shepherd, according to a study in uh, Randy Alcorn's book, he said that, you know, the social status of a shepherd in the time of Jesus is kind of like that of a tax collector. They're outcasts. And they're, you know, the marginalized people in society. In fact, nobody wants to become a shepherd. Remember the time of Joseph when he brought his entire family to Egypt? The Pharaoh did not want them to be in the same city with them, so they gave him another city called Goshen. It's an excuse so that they will be separated from them because shepherding is not really a nice job. But what's amazing about this story is when you talk about Christmas, Christmas is God reaching out to unworthy men just like you and me. The very first people who experienced the birth and the celebration of Christmas are the shepherds who were unworthy. How many of you know that because of our sins, we are unworthy people as well? Our sins have separated us from the Lord. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is what? Is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. You and I were unworthy. You and I were not, you know, did, did not have any access to the throne of God. But yet, we are the first ones that God is reaching out to. In Luke chapter 2, two verse 12 to 13, it says, And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, and suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, and this is now the song Gloria. One verse. Can we read this verse out loud all together? One, two, three. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. An acclamation or an exclamation of glory is found in this song. Really, the purpose of the coming of the Lord is two things. The coming and the birth of Jesus Christ brought about the greatest glorification of His majesty, the essence of Godhood. And at the same time, it brought about peace for men. How many of you are praying for peace? You know, we like to have peace. You know, if, you are, if you're married and if you sometimes, how many of you sometimes fight, you know, as husband and wife? Ako lang bayon, di ba? Sometimes, iba, you know, if you are in the middle of a passionate disagreement, hindi away, passionate disagreement, you want peace. And sometimes we interpret peace as cessation from conflict or stoppage of war. But yet, peace covers even more than that. In fact, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, it says, of the increase of his government and of what? Of peace, there will be no end. We want peace in this land. Amen. We're praying for peace in Mindanao. We just heard that martial law is going to be extended for another year until December 2018. Not really sure what that means, 
But somehow, what we're longing to see for this entire nation, the 7,000 plus island, depending on high tide or low tide, is we want peace for every island. Amen. And somehow, is that the only concept of peace that we have? You know, peace has been loosely used in the beauty pageants. World peace, what is your desire for it? World peace, world peace. But is that really what peace is all about? You know, the first thing that we will see from this song is he is the radiance of the glory of God. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, it says, He's the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And He upholds the universe by the what? By the word of His power. After making purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And, you know, we see that somehow this coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is basically the most glorious time in the history of humanity because this is the time when God decided to humble Himself, but later on, He was actually exalted. The Bible says, He who is humble will actually be exalted eventually. Amen. And Jesus took the route of a humble servant, but yet God the Father elevated Him and gave Him glory that He deserved. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Look at the person beside you and tell that person, peace be with you. Sumagot ka rin. Sabi sa kanya, and also with you. Yan. Para naman maganda yung sagutan natin. Di ba? You know, what does it mean for peace to happen to us? You know, there's, you know, if you're a 70s, you know, baby, you know, nauso yun, di ba? Yung peace, man. Yung, you know, as if, you know, we, we love peace, not war, you know, because of what's happening to, like, I guess, Vietnam War during that time. And so people are longing for world peace, for the actual cessation of war. There's a philosopher that said this, the emperor may give peace from war on land and sea. He is unable, though, to give peace from passion, from grief, and from envy. He cannot give peace of heart for which man yearns more. Really, man is looking for peace that only God can give. And when you talk about peace, peace actually is described in the Old Testament in Hebrew as shalom. Everybody say shalom. And shalom means more than truce or more than cessation of battles in life. Shalom is very holistic. When you talk about peace, it talks about well-being. It talks about wholeness. It talks about prosperity. It talks about long life. It talks about good health. Now, how many of you like to have peace? Amen. Peace is holistic in nature. Peace is not just fighting with your, you know, your neighbor because you know, he's playing loud music in the morning. That's not peace. Peace cannot be found by having a vacation. Sometimes we think that just by maybe going out of town, I want to have peace. How many of you that just going to the beach will never bring us peace? Because peace can only happen when Jesus Christ gives us peace. Peace is never the absence of conflict, but it's always about the presence of God in our lives. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise for that. And realize that it's not about how much money you have in the bank or how many businesses you have or how many houses you own or how many cars that you drive, how many watches you wear. All of these things does not bring us peace. 
Because peace is not a commodity that you can buy. Peace is not something that you can actually just go in a shop and say, okay, I want to have peace, I'm going to get that peace. You can't manufacture peace. God is the one that gives us peace. And first, we need to have peace with God because before we have peace within ourselves. You know, I've seen people who are so rich as if, you know, parang they have it all made, but yet they don't have peace. They're always worried. They're always jittery. They're always fearful about, you know, what if I lose all this, you know. And I see people who own nothing and they have all the peace of the world. Eh, papano, wala namang mananakaw sa kanila. Wala na eh. But yet they have peace. It's not about the money in your bank account, you may have received your 13th month or bonus, or you may not have. That is circumstantial. That will not bring you peace. You may have someone this Christmas or last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> but that doesn't really matter because it's not about who you hang out with. Peace comes from our ultimately our relationship with God and not any human relationship. Amen. But yet, syempre, masarap na meron kang cashier ngayong Pasko. Peace is shalom in the Old Testament. Peace is also known as irin in Greek. And this speaks of the same thing. Prosperity, well-being. You know, it's being freed from the harassment of your enemies. There are three aspects of peace. Very quickly, and you know, after this, we're going to land this. First is peace within man. Ever say peace within man. The word peace, shalom, can be understood as the complete freedom from parang inner turmoil or disturbance. You may actually be in the middle of a storm and yet experience the greatest amount of peace. How many of you can track me with that? You know, the disciples were, you know, were traveling with Jesus as they were crossing the Sea of Galilee and there was a squall or a storm that just came about. You know, that's how the Sea of Galilee is. And so Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat and the disciples were scared because the waves were crashing against the boat and the winds were strong, parang tsunami or something. And so they woke Jesus up and they're saying to Jesus, don't you care that we might drown? And Jesus merely stood up and spoke these words, Peace, be still. And you know what happened? The waves and the wind stopped and there was tranquility all over. Just by the mere words of Christ, Peace, be still. What are the storms that you and I are going through right now? What are the storms that are buffeting or that are hitting your heart even right now? Maybe you're going through a storm of lack or a storm of uh, bad marriage or maybe a storm of a child not serving the Lord or maybe a storm of a sickness or a debilitating disease or maybe a loved one who's not doing well right now. I don't know what storms you're going through. Or maybe you're a student and you haven't received your final grade for this semester and you're hoping na, sana pumasa ako. Di ba? Parang, pamasko mo na, prof. Di ba? Parang ganun, di ba? I don't know what storm you're going through. But I believe God wants to speak. Peace. Be still. Peace within man is what you and I have been longing for. You know, one of our Victory Group leaders 
for many years. He also served as a worship leader for a while. Got sick about two, uh, more than two years ago, and two years ago he passed away. His name is Cholo Seba. And some of you are familiar with him, some of you may not know him. What's amazing about this man is every time, you know, when he got sick already and I would visit him, his desire is just to glorify and honor the Lord. And he said, I just want to sing for the Lord and I just want to praise Him all the days of my life till my dying breath. In fact, I, 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 uh, asked, I, I basically I heard from him and he was asking permission, Pastor Ariel, would you allow me to still sing in the, with the music team? Uh, he, he was sick with cancer. Got sick with cancer, I'm not sure, cancer inside the brain. And, you know, he, of course, that affected him already, but still at the very last days of his life, he wanted to praise the Lord. You know, how can a person with such agony and pain still choose to praise the Lord and not complain about his life? Peace within. He has the peace that only Christ can give. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all our understanding may God our heart and our mind in Christ Jesus, our Lord. He passed away two years ago and he left three uh, growing boys, young boys, and a, a widow. And I was asking how the widow is, Jaja, and she said, basically, Pastor, I'm focusing on my boys and I'm not worried a bit. Yes, sometimes there's a struggle, but yet I know that God will provide. And how can a family like this who has gone through so much turmoil and pain, choose to glorify God till the very end. Peace. Peace within us. You can't get that in the world. Only God can give that to us. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand for that? Another aspect of peace is not only peace within man, but peace among men. It talks about our relationship. It talks about wholeness in our relationship. It talks about being well, you know, in the way I relate with others. It talks about if there is a crack in this relationship that you are willing to go out of your way to mend this relationship. And how many of you know that many times it's so difficult to forgive? Please raise your hand if you're having a hard time. Sometimes, sometimes, diba? It's so hard to let go. But yet God calls us. In the same way that He brought us peace with Him, God is calling us to walk in peace with one another. Amen. And yes, it may be unfair. In fact, they say that the people who would hurt you the most are the ones that are closest to you. Because they have the capability of hurting you big time. But yet, we need the peace of God. First of all, you can't give what you don't have. How can you go for peace if you don't even have peace within yourself? And I believe that the ability to forgive and the ability to reconcile and the ability to mend relationship only comes out from the overflow of the peace that resides in our hearts coming from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the last aspect of peace is peace between God and men. In verse 14, it says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. In the NIV, it says, On whom His favor rests. God gives peace between us and Him because you and I have been given favor by God. We don't deserve this, 
We didn't work for it. We just asked for it. Amen. God's presence in its complete holiness is a glorious is glorious at the same time. It's actually very fearful. But yet, God in His holiness has closed, clothed us with this righteousness because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. The presence of God ultimately brings us peace. And guess what? Peace comes from a person. Only Christ can bring peace. It's not found in what you do. It's not found in any human activity. It's not found in just silencing yourself and meditating and saying, you won't get peace from that. You won't get peace from emptying your mind. You can only find peace by allowing the Holy Spirit to fill your mind and fill your heart with the peace of God. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand for that? I'd like to call the music team to join me here on stage. Christmas really is a celebration of the presence of God that brings us peace. And what happened to the shepherd when they heard of that song, Glory to God in the highest and peace, you know, to all men upon whom His favor rests. In Luke chapter 2, verse 15, when the angels went away from them back into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. You know what? Apart from God revealing Himself to us, it's, we are incapable of knowing who He is. God has to make Himself known to us. And we find that in the Lord Jesus Christ. He made Himself known to humanity by being the God-man that He is. And in verse 16, they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And the response is, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The response is to marvel and to worship God and to praise Him for the peace that they have received. Can we just bow our heads right now? And I believe that God wants to minister for a while. What is it that you're going through right now? Maybe you're going through a physical turmoil and your body is not whole and well. Or maybe a person in your family is sick of a debilitating disease or maybe a deadly disease. Maybe you're going through a tough time in your relationship in your family or maybe there's a problem in your uh, relationship with your kids or your marriage or maybe financial relationship uh, uh, problem or maybe problems in your business. I don't really know what you're going through but God knows He's Emmanuel He's with you and yet He wants to provide the peace that your heart is longing for if you are here this afternoon and there is something in your heart that is bothering you and does not give you peace let's surrender that to the Lord I want you to lift up your hand right now and just ask the Lord Lord give me peace whatever your situation is you know, I already enumerated some, but yet this situation might be beyond us. But yet I want to hang on to His word that nothing is too difficult for Him. Amen. And He will step in and say these words, Peace, be still. And I thank you, Lord God, for these people raising up their hands. Father, meet them where they are. I thank you, Lord God, that they are longing to hear those words, peace be still. I thank you, Lord God, that you will step into their situation 
and bring about peace and restoration and wholeness upon these relationships and upon this health and upon these finances and upon this business in the name of Jesus, upon broken dreams, about uh, frustrations in the past, about hurts, about offenses, about unforgiveness, God. I pray, God, that you would speak peace right now in the name of Jesus. May your Holy Spirit breathe new life upon all of us this afternoon, Lord. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Only wholeness. Only wellness. Only prosperity. Only healing will happen in our entire being. Thank you, Lord. Just breathe deeply and just take in the ministry of the Holy Spirit right now. Just take in a deep breath right now and just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing even right now, ministering your healing upon your people. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your people, God. And we want to worship you, Lord, even today. Thank you. Just, just like the shepherd, they, they sought out and they sought for Jesus and they worshiped him and they praised him and they magnified him and they gave him back all the glory and honor, Father. I pray, God, that you'll be able to do that even this afternoon, to glorify your name, to lift up your name, because you deserve all the praise and the glory and the honor that we can give you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.